Hey, so before we get started on this podcast, I just wanted to ask you if you have found any value, any value at all in this podcast in any of the episodes, and you could take a quick 15 seconds, just pause this right now and take 15 seconds to leave a review, leave a star rating, whether it's five stars, whatever you believe that it is, and leave a review on Apple, on the podcast app, anywhere that you can leave a review for the podcast, that would be amazing be so so great and and I know it's a lot to ask to say hey take 15 seconds to go do this but it means a lot and it's not so for the downloads or anything but when people are scrolling through podcasts and they see a podcast with a thousand ratings a thousand reviews it's like a restaurant you'll see with all those stars all those reviews and you'll want to go eat there same thing with a podcast you'll want to listen So that'll help a lot of people that might be struggling or might not know where they're going in life to be able to come to this podcast and and learn from the amazing guests that we're able to bring on this. So I would greatly appreciate it if you do that. And I will absolutely give you a shout out in a podcast for sure. So thank you. Thank you very much. My whole life I've been running after one thing To find that part within that'll measure up to something I've got a lot of dreams, but I was told I wasn't practical I couldn't measure up because of all my flaws But I know the wrong is the only stepping stones Life's the art of embracing these things, yeah. Emily Vavra, welcome to the Art of Podcast It's an absolute pleasure to have you on here. We actually just met in person not too long ago, and I was blown away by what you have done as an entrepreneur, but more than that, just who you are as a person. So Emily, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Thank you, David. I'm honored to be here. You know what's what's interesting? Has anybody ever told you this? Like, you have the coolest Instagram handle. It's Emily. Like, Like, it's not anybody else. You're just like, it's Emily. Like, if I was, it's David, or this is David. That's a really cool <laughs> handle, just so you know. Thank, thank you. I, the reason I came up with it, because I'm always going on Facebook Lives and on stage, and I'm like, hey, it's Emily. And I just figured, you know, it's, I'm your girl next door, so why not? That's a, great, that's a great brand, and we will get into that definitely on this. But before we do, start us off with a bang. Tell the audience something maybe they don't necessarily know about you or can find on social, something, something different. Yeah, you know, I love for people to know that I really struggled academically. I struggled in school. I think people hear me now, they see me talk about numbers and business and all the all the things, but I love for people to know that I had to work double hard, extra hard in in academics, but then also in athletics and uh, I love people to know that because I believe because of all that, I've carried it into everything I do today in business and in life. And it just taught me how to have a good work ethic. You know what? That's really cool. I think a lot of people struggle with that. I think there's too much emphasis put on grade point averages and and everything in the grades that they get compared to what you actually learn. I can't remember anything I learned from high school or college. I got my MBA in business and I couldn't tell you one thing I learned from there. It's crazy, right? (laughs) Yeah. So talk to us when when, when you're coming out of college and, and you're starting to get into the business world, I'm sure there was a lot of struggles. Like you didn't just actually get to where you are right now and just happen to be there. Everybody goes through these defining uh-huh. moments where they're tested and they reach their breakthrough. Can you talk to us about that defining moment in your career? 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, I didn't go to college. So what oh, I did after high school, I grew up in the Midwest in Minnesota. And after school, I was like, what's the fastest thing I can possibly do? So I went to massage therapy school and started working for a doctor in Minneapolis. And I quickly realized that I was going to be living paycheck to paycheck and living for my weekends. And so once I found entrepreneurship, in particular network marketing, I was all in. I'm like, this is great. I'm going to build my dreams. And, you know, I started to read the books. I started to give up to go up and go to the conferences, but it didn't happen as fast as I wanted it to. And I was 23 years old, sleeping on a mattress on the floor of my girlfriend's apartment. And I had that defining moment of like, if not this, then what? Am I just going to give up on this? And I actually had a really hard time paying the rent, uh, paying for life, and I um, got a job. And I got a secondary job working at a gym, and a sports performance gym. And I was trading time for money, and I would sit there behind the desk, and I just had that defining moment of you kind of gave up on your dreams. Like you gave up on being an entrepreneur. And it was that moment of that pain of, all right, this is it. Like you just gave up, you threw in the towel. And I got so mad and so pissed off at myself um, that I decided to go forward and do all the things that I was avoiding in my business that I needed to do to make it grow. And that was pivotal for me. And it changed the course of my life just by going into the pain and then deciding to break through. Um, yeah. So. so what does that look like then? As a lot of people will say they want to be an entrepreneur. And it's one of those buzz terms that nobody really can put a, a definition to. It's almost like if you say you're an entrepreneur, are you really an entrepreneur? And you talk about network marketing, which also gets a bad rap, I know, as people think it's more of a pyramid scheme, which it's not. But can you can you talk to us about like, how did you so so you realize all right i'm not going to settle for this life of being average all right what are the steps mm -hmm. that you took to be able to be growing in your entrepreneurship and eventually get to the point where you're at where you're at today yeah you know i really looked and modeled after people that i loved their lifestyle and they seem to be living their life a bit different. And so my first mentor, I met her at an LA fitness in, in the Midwest, and she was 10 years older than me, and she was designing her days. She was working out when she wanted to. She just seemed to have a life and energy to her. And I didn't even really know what she did. Yeah. Come to find out it was network marketing and it, you know, she was into entrepreneurship, but I modeled after her. I literally went to her and I said, what can I do to, to have coffee with you? You know, and I, I started to look for mentors at a very young age and then modeled after them. And then I started to read a lot of different books and 
I just quickly realized uh, that most of society is conditioned to work and working is noble. Uh, you know, so a lot of people probably love what they do, but a lot of people don't. And there's limits on income, opportunity. And so the world of entrepreneurship, what excites me about it is it's unlimited. And that's what got me jacked up a decade ago was, hey, this is unlimited potential, unlimited wealth, unlimited impact. It's not for everyone, but it is for a lot of people. And I think one of the key things that I did and continue to do is I have great mentors and I've never stopped having a mentor in my life. Ooh, that's good. I love, I love like finding the mentor and then basically doing the same thing that they did. If they can get there, you can get there. You hit on a, an interesting point, conditioned. How do you uncondition the conditioned mindset? So most of us mm -hmm. think of like, we have to fit in this box. And it's, hey, I can only be 100000 I can only make 200000 I can only be this. What tools do you use? I know you have learned so many, mm -hmm. like being able to learn through the fire, but like what tools have you been able to use? And then tools do you teach for people who are under you who look to you as a mentor? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, a lot of times the way we live, it's how we were raised. And I'm grateful I was raised by a single mom, but I was always taught money doesn't grow on trees and you have to trade time for money. Um, so one of the first things I ever did was I started to do declarations, affirmations, uh, because I had a limiting mindset around uh, how much I was worth, self-worth. Take a quick break in the podcast because... You know what I love almost more than anything is a great cup of coffee. Oh, I just wake up excited for my coffee. You know what I'm talking about. If you're a coffee person, if you're not a coffee person, you need to kind of just check. Uh, yeah, yeah. Check your priorities. But what else do I love? I love workouts. I love training. And what if you could put workouts and coffee together? You always thought about like, you know, coffee is just this natural pre-workout. And then you got pre-workouts. What if you had the best of both worlds? Well, now you do. Workout coffee is finally here. I wish I would have created this. Such a great concept and idea and where nature meets science. And all the workout coffee products are powered by Theofit, which is a high potency Theoflavin enriched black tea extract that is patented and clinically proven to improve exercise performance and reduce recovery time. So the question is, what are theoflavins? Great question. Naturally formed from the oxidation of tea leaves, they've been shown to have strong antioxidant and anti-inflammatory effects, as well as supporting liver health, blood lipids, and the immune system. So think about that. You're getting all this and coffee, the taste of coffee, the energy of coffee, the cat, like, uh, my mind is blown. I am going to wake up in the middle of the night, have a cup, have a cup in the afternoon in the evening like keep it coming workout coffee check it out workout-coffee.com look at the, the the links in the show notes below we are going to have a discount code for you in there too check them out and get your coffee today and your workout on now back to the episode
Uh, I put limits on all that. I had my cap was around $30,000 a year, which makes sense because the most people in my sphere of influence made around $30,000 a year. And so I started to be around people that make that much money in a week. Um, but then also going to work on my subconscious. Mm. So doing my affirmations over and over again. I mean, I literally in my bathroom mirror, I would write out all my affirmations, declarations, and I'm brushing my teeth. I'm saying them up and down. I am a money magnet. And you know, I may sound crazy, look crazy, but I started to change my frequency and I started to actually change um, myself and the way I was showing up, which attracts so many more great people into my life. Um, so there's so many things that I've had to do along the way to stretch, to grow. But I would say those are a few things definitely that you know has helped me along the way. Is it a continued process of doing this? Is it a continued morning process? Like you have to come back to these affirmations and declarations. Do you find yourself like... Like you seem very confident. I know you've been on big stages. You're a great speaker. Do you find yourself dealing with self-doubt as well? You know, it's not as much anymore, but it's, it's like bathing. It's like showering. It's like working out. Did that this morning and you got to do it daily. And I find, you know, the more I've grown, it's become a part of me. I've changed. The old me has died away through continuous process and getting in those reps every single day for sure. Um, but for me, it is, it is a must to have my morning routine. I mean, I was up this morning doing um, my meditation, my prayers. And, you know, when I get out of that, David, when I get out and I, I'm more in the world and I don't connect with my creator, that's when I become um, all about me. That's when I get in my head. That's when I forget who God created me to be. Mm. And that's when self-doubt creeps in majorly for me. So I know if I stay connected and keep, you know, my faith number one, then that's where I'm going to access the unlimited power that God has given me. But when I get out of that, that's when I become somebody I don't like. And that's when I really start to live in my head and not in my heart. Mm, that's good. It's, it's like we are in control when we realize we're not in control and give that control to God. So that's great point. Yeah. And you know what's funny is... I think a lot of people have a bad relationship with making money where they think they almost they feel bad about it. And growing up in the Midwest, right. just like you did as well, I understand that most pit Midwest people are small minded people. How, did you ever had struggle with that? Have to overcome like the relationship with money? Like, you know what? It's OK to make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I would do? It wasn't so much like feeling bad. What I would do is I would dumb myself down depending on who I was around. So when I'd go back home, you know, I, I would, I would try to not talk about the great things that I'm contributing to, uh, the school that I helped build in Uganda, the, the difference we're making. I would try to like, you know, I didn't want to be too big in front of those people and make them feel small. Um, for sure. It, I mean, gosh, I had to work through a lot of, of stuff, but what I realize is like, if great people have a lot of money, it's it, money only amplifies more of who you are. Um, so I love to look at the positives, the impact, and the more money I make, it's just a reflection of the people that I've helped. Nice. And so I feel like my psychology with that is so healthy. 
Um, and, you know, it, it feels good to be able to give back at a very high level. And that's not something I could do if I was living paycheck to paycheck. So I think I look at it that way. That's an amazing quote. Money that you make is a reflection of people that you help. Never heard it said that way before. That yeah. is a really, really good point. It's a great mindset for people to have. You also speak about, as a term that you use, hustle and flow. I really like that term because a lot of us will just think, you know, it's all about hustle. It's hustle. It's Gary V. Grind, grind, grind it out. But it's not. Can you tell us, like, why that's wrong and what hustle and flow is? Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We hear it all the time, like work late into the night and get up early and don't have a life. And yes, there's a great deal of sacrifice that comes with anything worthwhile in this life. But I believe if you're out of alignment at the end of the day, you're going to make a bunch of money, but you're probably not going to be able to keep it if your heart set isn't right, if your mindset isn't right, if you're not living life in integrity. And in order to have that hustle and flow, for me, I need to bookend my days. I need to start my morning off right. I need to end my day off right in gratitude. I usually do a little bit of worship music. Um, and that flow is going to be able to help you sustain mm -hmm the success. So I've met a lot of people in my career that have a good year, they have a good couple years, they have a good month, but then they, you know, they, they rise up and they decline just as fast. And it's because it's just their full throttle, which I love. I'm all about high energy and getting stuff done, but they haven't set up their life to be, you know, sustainable in the long run. And at the end of the day, like you want to have a healthy, balanced life because what is all this for otherwise you oh. know and so i learned that a lot in my early 20s uh because i hustled hard and then i burnt out just as hard and i had to learn what it was really truly like to live a successful life oh so basically is creating this success is to create a a lifestyle that you love to live but a lot of us will get a backwards where you create the success and then the success becomes your prison where it's almost like yes. oh i have to do this or i have to post on social i have to like fully disengaging from that so when you burnt out how did you, hey what, what were the main key if you can give the audience like a couple main key adjustments after you burnt out how did you come back from burnout Oh, oh, you know that feeling you get when you just wake up and you are not rested or recharged? Yeah, we all have it. We all go through it. How do I wake up with full energy every single day? It is literally the game changer itself. Chilly sleep. I have an Uller that goes underneath my mattress and cools my body temperature to the ideal temperature to get deep sleep. REM, high HRV scores. I have mine pretty cold at about 57 degrees. The optimal level is between 57 and 65 degrees. I have a weighted blanket, which is cools my body. And I'm just sleeping in restorative sleep. So when I wake up in the morning, no matter how many hours I get, I am juiced up and ready to go. And lucky for you, you can wake up the same way. The people at Chili Sleep are giving you a discount, giving you a code. So go to chilitechnology.com forward slash pages forward slash David Nurse to get your special discount pricing there. Remember, that is chilitechnology.com forward slash pages forward slash David Nurse. Or just click the link below and it'll take you right there. It's sleep like a polar bear.
tonight. Get the best night's sleep of your life, chilly sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's so many layers to it, David, but I started to say yes to everyone and everything. And, you know, as you grow and you grow businesses, you, you need to delegate, you need to hire people to help you. And I also, you know, I was looking for validation in the wrong nice. places. And I wasn't spending enough time working on my heart set on my spiritual life. And so, you know, I always say you can either be broken or broken open. And I had another moment. It was like around the age of 26 for me. And I, you know, really turned to my faith and that's what allowed me to become more creative. And again, another layer of confidence. Uh, but I was looking for validation in the wrong places. And I learned a lot from, you know, living life that yeah, way. Yeah, totally. That's a great quote. Broken or broken open. Very, very good point. And, and the more that I get into this, too, and you do as well, is it is all about delegation and automation, isn't it? Like we can only do so much. And we cannot have control over everything. We have to be able to delegate and to automate to be able to grow and to to grow our time. It's one of the hardest things to do, Emily. It literally is difficult. It's so hard, but it is so worth it. I mean, I don't know how many assistants I've gone through. (laughs) And this is just, it's normal. I mean, I was listening to Robin Sharma and he was talking about that. You may have to go through, you know, multiple people to find people that can support you and you know, I have really learned to operate in my zone of genius. Yeah. And, you know, before I was just doing everything and I, I got a lot of validation from doing that, like just feeling chronically busy and crazy. <laughs> and now it's like, yeah. you know, who can I bless? Who can I hire? Who's really good at, you know, service and who's good at caring for me and things like that, you know, and who's good at like websites, right? I'm not. Oh, yeah. I think that's so important. I mean, I think that's a reason you're very successful is you realize you can't do it all. It's like a Formula One racing car. You be the driver. You need a wheels guy. You need a gas guy. You need a windshield wiper guy. Like, you need to add the pieces around you. Great point, Emma. I think it's really yeah. powerful. Hey, so what, what, what's big that is next on your plate? What's like the, the, the thing that wakes you up every morning you're super juiced up about? What's on the horizon for you, Emily? Yeah, you know, what I'm doing is really – following the call of my life as a speaker, as a female speaker and pursuing that and just really getting my message out there. And then, you know, writing my first book this year and, and just being bold and more creative and, and, and that's where I'm going. So I'm super excited to create a larger impact and really share what I've learned over the past decade of entrepreneurship and all the little things really add up and a lot of the lessons I've learned along the way I know can serve a lot of oh people. yeah you're gonna find that from writing books and speaking like you've reached so many people but you will absolutely change lives and lives and, and that's a great thing about books people can read them 20 30 40 years down the road and you've got a lot to offer so this is great you've spoken it into existence now people know it's coming yeah. we also can hold you accountable for that too so I'm on you. I'm on you. Right. I'm excited for you, Emily. <laughs> All right. As we wind down Thank here, I'm going to throw you on a rapid fire hot seat. This is quick answers. Whatever comes to your mind first. First one I have for you. Do you, okay. <laughs> do you have a favorite mindset quote that you live by? Or maybe it was one of your affirmations in the bathroom that you were chanting out daily. Do you have a favorite yeah. one? 
how you do anything is how you do everything. It's great. Everybody, everybody should have that written down somewhere. What does leaving mm -hmm. a legacy look like to you? Not necessarily being on a billboard or what the world says, but what is a legacy to you, Emily? For me, it's really creating the ripple effect in people's lives. And if one woman or one man is like, she gave me the tools, the skills to live a better life, to me, that's worth it. And, and that's, a, that's generational and passing that on. And so for me, it's about impact. And, and I just, I want to leave people better than I found them. That's great. It's great. Beautiful. All right. So fun one here. We're going to have a dinner party, which we did have a dinner party. That's how we met. But this is, this is a dinner party where you can invite three people dead or alive, anybody you want. Who are you inviting to your table and what are you guys eating? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm going to invite Jesus because mm -hmm. who would not want to hang out with Jesus? Amen. Okay. Um, and I am going to invite Erwin um, McManus because he's been a great mentor of mine and I just love his mind. Oh and I'm going to invite my, I had a brother who passed away that I never got to meet. So I would love to invite him. Um, and what are we going to eat? Uh steak from Nusseret. Where's Nusseret? How do I not know about this steak place? You know the salt bay guy? Oh, the salt. We, it's we like, even talked about that. That's what the place is called, where the guy drops salt on it. Yeah. It's uh, so okay, good. Okay, okay. It's so nope. good. I'm sorry for my vegans, okay? <laughs> no, vegans have it backwards. Sorry, vegans. Eat meat. <laughs> Emily, you're amazing. How can we all support, follow, give us all that kind of stuff so we can basically stalk? It's Emily. Yeah. Come hang out. Uh, Instagram is major for me at it's Emily. It's Emily.com. It's Emily podcast. Come hang out. Beautiful. Perfect. Emily, thank you so much for your time. And the last question that we just dropped the mic on. So we don't say anything after this. It's boom, drop the mic. Okay. If you have one piece of advice that you can give to somebody who is stuck in their situation, they just can't see the way out, they don't know how to get out of there, what is the one piece of information that you would give to them to help them make their pivot and lead to their breakthrough? Mm, Dropping the mic. That's beautiful. Yeah, what I would say is look at how much time you're consuming content, you're consuming the TVs, consuming social media versus creating, because I believe if you get into creation mode and you spend time in silence and putting out into the world what you really want to put out, you're going to see momentum versus comparing yourself to everybody else out there. So there it is. Put down the go phone, go create, spend time alone. You rock, Emily. Thank you.